This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, my name is Steve. You're listening to Bible Toolbox. I've been studying the Gospel of Luke uh, recently, and one thing that impacted me when just reading, you know, when I read the Bible, when I read the Bible, I always read it out loud as if someone else was in the room, okay? Because it's called the Word, I think that every time we, 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 we read the Bible out loud, it, it has an, a, a different impact upon us. Try it if you want to. Try it if you want to, because I have, and I found that it's important for me to do that. As I was reading the Gospel of Luke, I noticed that Luke points out Christ praying. Not many times, but he points out Christ praying. So I decided, what were the prayers of Christ that Luke thought it was important for us to know. And you'll be surprised to find that nowhere in Luke's gospel is Christ's, the Lord's Prayer. Christ's model prayer doesn't appear, okay? But he lists other things that Christ prayed about. If you look in uh, Luke chapter 3, when Jesus had also been baptized and was praying, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove voice from heaven said, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. Here is Christ's authority, okay? He prayed. He prayed after his baptism? Was that necessary? Well, you'll find that Christ prayed all the time. He was sharing himself with his Father. That's all he was doing. Please understand that I don't consider prayer these long, lengthy, very clever things that people like to say. I have nothing against them, but to me, prayer is more personal. I'm talking to my Father. The Son is listening, and everything I do is through Christ, but I'm talking to my Father, which means I can share the intimate things or the things that happen to me or the things that are most important to me. And I think this is what Christ was doing. After his baptism, he rose up from the water and he prayed. First thing he did was pray. And I think that's a good habit to get into. The second time was in Luke chapter 5, okay? He prayed in solitude, and miracles flowed out of him, okay? You read there in chapter 5, 16 and 17, before he even started miracles, he prayed to his father. Prayed to his father, what for what? Number one, his will be done. And number two, the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit would work through him. That's what I believe. Okay, that's what I believe. And the third time we find in Luke chapter 6, the very next chapter. And this is what Luke says. Now, during those days, he went out to the mountain to pray, and he spent the night in prayer to God. And when the day came, he called his disciples and chose 12 of them, whom also he named apostles, Simon, whom he called Peter, his brother Andrew, and James, and John, and Philip, Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, the one called Zealot, and Judas, the son of James, Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Isn't that interesting? Before Jesus chose these 12 men, he prayed all night. Was the decision that important? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. So what was Jesus praying for? It was pr- I believe he was praying for wisdom and the ability to pass on his power and authority to those he chose, okay? 
I think sometimes we make our decisions too quickly. I think sometimes we say, well, this is what I want, and in order to get what I want, then I'm going to do this, and I will pray that that happens. Well, I don't know how many times that I have prayed for something that I thought was going to be a good thing for somebody, and it turned out to be a completely different way to achieve the same goal. Wow. Why? God has his way. I have my way. God has his eye on what needs to be done and the way it needs to be done. I don't. If I relied more on God's wisdom, then wouldn't my life be a whole lot smoother? I'd like to think so. I would like to think so. That if I, if I had God's wisdom, that I could do myself all these other problems that I've collected in my life, I wouldn't have to have. Okay? So Jesus prayed all night. Have you ever spent a whole night in prayer? Have you ever, have you ever known anybody to spend all night in prayer? Well, I'm sure that there were people in the hospital, a friend of mine, a translator friend of mine, uh, uh, Thompson, who translated a lot of the work that I do, uh, he was put in hospital, uh, and he was there two days before he died. And the nurses told me that he was speaking all night in bed, face up, in Tigerberg Hospital. And they came to me and they said, what was he talking about? And I said, if I know Thompson, he was praying. Was he praying for healing? I don't know. Was he praying to go home to be with his father? I don't know. But he was praying. I think we have to take our prayer a lot more seriously. So Jesus prayed all night before choosing his disciples. And in John chapter 9, Jesus again prayed for his disciples to know who he is. Once, when Jesus was praying alone with only his disciples near him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist, but others say Elijah, and still others that one of the ancient prophets has risen. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said, The Messiah of God. I wonder what they were doing while Jesus was praying. Were they praying with him? The Bible doesn't say so. He said he prayed for, he says, when Jesus was praying alone, only the disciples near him. Were they just sitting around? Listening, was Jesus even speaking out loud? I don't know. I can't tell you. But Jesus was praying for them. Look, I am with you. I'm walking with you. I'm eating with you. I'm sleeping with you. I'm teaching you. Please listen. Please listen. We also have to listen. When you pray, pray to God, Lord, let me listen. Let me listen and obey your word. Let me follow the footsteps you want me to take. Lead me, my Father. Lead me, my Father. Then, in Luke chapter 9, a little bit later in Luke chapter 9, Jesus prayed on the mountain at his transfiguration. We call it the transfiguration, okay? This is when Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, and they went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became dazzling white. And on one hand, one side, there was Moses, and on the other side, uh, there was um, Elijah, okay? And the disciples were astounded. that It was a total transfiguration who Jesus was, okay? 
And while he was happening, while he was praying, while he was praying, his face glowed, which reminded me of Moses after seeing the, the, the end of God, when God passed by the cave, he came down from the mountain. His face glowed so much he had to wear a veil. He had to wear a veil. So Jesus prayed even at his glorification, even at his glorification. Then the sixth prayer uh, that uh, Luke records is in Luke chapter 11. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. This is only the beginning, Luke chapter 1, 11, verse 1, okay? Uh, in Matthew, you can read the Lord's Prayer there. Then Jesus, the seventh prayer that Luke records is that Jesus prayed specifically for one of his disciples. In Luke chapter 22, Jesus says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to, to sift all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Wow. Would it help your Christian walk if you knew that Christ was praying for you right now? Would it help your Christian walk to know that Jesus was saying, listen, I know that you feel weak. I know that you feel like you've stumbled. I know that you feel like you could have done more. Okay. I know you feel like that. But I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. So we have to understand that Christ prayed singly for Simon Peter because he knew Simon Peter's weaknesses, just like he knows ours, just like he knows ours. Then uh, the last prayer that Jesus has in, um, in Luke is Luke chapter 22, starting at verse 41. He threw about a stone's throw beyond them and knelt down and prayed, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted. Why are you sleeping, he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Right at his last extremity, Christ went to the garden and prayed to his Father. You know the prayer. If, the, if it's your will, take this cup from me, but not my will, but your will. You know, sometimes we're going to have to walk through fire. Sometimes we're going to do things that you never thought you were going to do. And you have to say, this is the Lord's will. I'm on a mission. Christ prayed for me. Now, one last thing before you think. Those of you who've been listening to me heard me say that Luke did not record the Lord's Prayer. And I'm sure you're gnashing your teeth by now because you realize Luke did record the Lord's Prayer. In Luke chapter 11, you will, see, you will see the Lord's Prayer, okay? You will see the Lord's Prayer. So you can stop gnashing your teeth, all right? I just had to try and do something to wake you up. So keep praying. Keep praying as Christ prayed. Put your heart and soul into the, in what you say to your Father. Your Father will answer, and your Father will hear you. Thanks for listening. My name is Steve. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.